Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Going on, everybody. Joe McCall with the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast here. And this is the REI Secrets series that I'm doing. And I do this about every week. And it's something that I love doing because I kind of am just sharing the things that I'm working on, the projects, investing activities, and stuff like that. So I just finished a five-part series on called Brilliant at the Basics. And I think it was some of the best content I've ever done in my humble opinion, where I talked about how to be the people that are most successful in this business are the ones that are best at the simple basic things. <clears throat> and I call it being brilliant at the basics. If you want to have a lot of success, make a lot of money, have a real simple business that's working for you and not the other way around, then you need to learn how to be brilliant at the simple basic things. And so if you haven't already, go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to my channel. Subscribe to the podcast as well, guys, would you? But listen to that series. There's a playlist called Brilliant at the Basics. And there's also in my podcast, a series called Brilliant at the Basics. And listen to that because I really dive down deep into this stuff. And you don't be careful thinking that, oh man, I've heard this before. This is simple, basic stuff. That's the power of it. It's simple, basic. And so you need to understand the basic things and become really good at those. And I can virtually guarantee your success because very few people are good at those basic things. And the ones that are, are always the ones that are doing the best, the most, making the most money, have the highest profit margins, okay? So the Brilliant at the Basic series. I'm starting something new now where I'm going to be talking a lot more in 2022 about vacant land. And those of you who don't know, I've talked about this a lot before, where I've done houses for years and years, since 2008, seven, when I kind of started and then went full-time in 2009 at the height of the recession, done a lot of lease option deals. It's kind of always been my bread and butter. I love lease option deals. Started doing some wholesaling deals like for cash. And about three years ago, four maybe, started doing vacant land with my teenage sons. So my sons now are 16 and 18. Good boys, good, strong young man. Very smart, proud of them. And they've been kind of doing vacant land with me on a part-time basis. Very, very part-time basis. In fact, we go through these phases where we start doing a bunch of marketing and then stop and then do more. And, you know, so it's never been a consistent thing. Um, but in the last few months, I've been thinking a lot about this and um, I'm wanting this to be more of a full-time focus in my business. So I've instructed my team. I want this to be higher priority with us, everything that we're doing. So my main assistant, Whitney, is kind of taking this on. My boys have been so deep involved with schools and sports and music and stuff like that. So it's been harder for them to focus on it. But anyway, over the last three years, my two boys have grossed in profits, total profits, about $151,000 in these vacant land deals, right? I think that's most more than most teenagers can make in, in a couple, three years, right? Now, not all the money has gone to them. We've worked it out where I have somebody else who's kind of helping me sell the deals. They're, you know, my sons have been more of the acquisition team. And I've kind of, I've not paid them, you know, 100% of the profits, obviously, either, right? So they get a smaller percentage of the profits. And sometimes I'll pay them hourly. So, but anyway... My boys have been involved in over $150,000 in profits, not revenue, but profits on vacant land deals that we've done on a part-time basis, very, very part-time basis, which has been pretty amazing. A few months ago, I interviewed a student on my podcast, Phil Marsh, a good friend of mine. 
And he's already in one year, he's already over $10,000 a month in passive income from his notes, from his vacant land deals. And um, I just love this business. And I've been interviewing people. I've had students that are having success in it. And I've thought, you know what? I'm going to start taking this more seriously. So in 2022, my wife and I are transferring a IRA, converting it to a Roth IRA. We're going to be opening a new one and we're going to start investing in vacant land for cash flow inside of our Roth self-directed IRAs. And if you look at the numbers, it's staggering how much money you can make as quickly as you can make it. If you do a combination of flipping and a combination of holding and selling these vacant land notes on terms. Okay. So I'm not going to talk about the numbers, but it's like, literally it'll make your jaw drop. I mean, we're talking on the low end, 50% cash on cash return on these vacant lots, 50, five, zero cash on cash return on these vacant lots. When you sell them with owner financing, ideally the goal is to recoup all of your money back in the first year. All right. So it kind of depends on where you're buying. If you're buying them for one or 2000, that's much easier to do. If you're buying them for five to $10,000, then it's going to take maybe instead of one year to recoup your money, it might take 18 months to two years. But I mean, come on, where else? Guys, listen and pay attention here. Where else can you buy a rental property and get $300 a month? Where else can you buy a rental property for eight grand, be debt-free for $8,000 and make $300 a month cash flow without any of the landlord headaches and hassles? You know, you don't have to worry about maintenance and repairs, property management, and any of that. So some of you are wondering, what are you talking about? Well, let me just tell you, it's real simple. We go out and we find rural vacant land. We're looking for vacant land that's one or two hours away from the city. We're not looking for infill lots where builders are going to build a home. We're not looking for something that's in the path of progress. Keeping it real simple, we like to buy cheap vacant rural properties for 25 cents on the dollar. That's called recreational land. So we're buying land, not cheap little quarter acre lots. We're buying two to five, 10 acre lots out in the country where people are going to go hunt, shoot their guns, ride their four wheelers, go camping, just a place to kind of get away. Maybe they'll build a cabin someday in the future. It's just an investment, a place to park their money because they don't make any more land, right? And so this is, this is land that we're buying for a couple thousand dollars and we're selling for 10 to $20,000. And many times in the past, all I've ever done is sell these, just flip these vacant lots for cash. So our average wholesale fee on these things have been seven to $10,000. Some of them we've made 15, some of them we've only made three. On average, about seven to 10 grand is our average profit. When we're flipping these vacant lots for cash, who do we sell them to? We're not selling them to builders. We're not selling them to developers. We're not doing anything to the land. We're selling them as is, right? If it doesn't have utilities, if it doesn't have access, if it's in an HOA, whatever, we just fully disclose that. You know, if you want to do anything with this, you know, you need to put a septic system in it. You need to dig a well for water. You need to bring power to it. You you know, it's like, we're not doing anything. And by the way, there's no inspections. You don't have to deal with contractors. It's, and these, you're buying these things for super cheap. So anyway, We're targeting rural vacant land out in the sticks. And you think, well, who would buy that? Or who would sell you something at 20, 25 cents on the dollar? I'll tell you who. Somebody just yesterday, I'm going to talk about this deal today. They bought these two 1.1 acre lots in Florida for in the 70s, I think 1974 or something like that. And you know what? The guy's just done with it. 
Taxes are only a couple hundred dollars a year. Like I'm just done with it, right? Um, they're worth about total combined. They're worth about twenty to twenty five thousand dollars. And he's willing to sell them to me for eight thousand dollars. So let me get my calculator out. Okay, I'm not that good in math, but eight thousand dollars divided by twenty five thousand dollars. I'm buying them at thirty two cents on the dollar. Now I'm a little nervous about that because normally I'm buying them at twenty to twenty five cents on the dollar, but thirty two cents on the dollar. Yeah. That sounds pretty good to me, right? And so on this particular property, and I'm going to show you a little bit about how I find them, how did I pick the county, et cetera. Pretty amazing. Like I could sell that. I'm buying these two lots next to each other. They're total of about 2.3 acres. I'm buying them for eight. I can sell them for about $25,000 on terms, owner financing. All right. I can sell them on owner financing and then get maybe $1,000 down, $300 a month for five years. Something, something simple like that, okay? And when you look at the ROI or the cash on cash return, like how much cash did I put in the deal? How much cash did I get back in the deal in one year? You're looking at a 50% cash on cash return. 50, five zero, maybe it's 58%. I'm looking at my YouTube notes here because I just typed it in there. Some of you saw that of 58% CCR. That's what cash on cash return is, Okay. How many of you would spend $8,000 cash to make 58% on your money in the first year? All right, now let's say I built a little spreadsheet here. That's just in the first year. What's your total ROI if that lot, if the buyer cashes you out in five years? On Approximately, again, I'm not that good with numbers. I mean, I am, but I'm not good because I'm not making any guarantees or promises here, right? So just, just assume that everything I'm saying here is complete BS, right? I'm not promising anything. I may be completely off. You need to talk to an accountant, a tax advisor, financial planner, a financial advisor, somebody who is more important, smarter than me. But you're looking at about a 278% ROI, a profit of about $22,000 on your original investment of $8,000, right? So if you take 8,000 or you take a total profit of $22,000 divided by $8,000, your initial investment, you're making about 278%. Oh my gosh. If you put this money, if you put $6,000 a year into a self-directed IRA, how much in taxes do you pay on a Roth self-directed IRA? How much in taxes are you paying on that $22,000 in profit? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Got a bunch of you all watching me right now on Zoom. How much, how, many, how much in taxes are you paying on that? Let me go to the YouTubes here and see if any of you guys are watching and commenting. How much are you paying in, in taxes? Anyone? Maybe nobody's watching me right now. I'm seeing the I'm seeing the views here. Some of you guys are paying attention. Some of you are here. Some of you are watching. Maybe this isn't working. Um, well, I'll look here. Oh, I see I see one comment. Where's the love? Where's the love? Okay, now Zoom. Here we go. The comments are coming in. <laughs> Somebody's saying, "What's the question?" It's not twenty six percent. It's not too much. It's zero. All right, it's zero. Let me. You know, I'm just going to show you my spreadsheet. I'm going to show you all my spreadsheet. And again, I'm not a spreadsheet guy. Like these numbers don't hold me to this. I'm going to share my screen here. This is a Google sheet, something I just did last night. So this deal came in last night. Um, I, well, I, I sent some marketing out and I'll talk about the marketing I sent and how I sent it and all that. And a seller responded to my postcard and said, yeah, I want to sell my one lot, but I have other lots in the area that like have a lot next door to it. And I might want to sell that also, in fact, I want you to buy both of them. All right, so here's my numbers. And, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, all right? I'm buying these two lots, about 2.3 acres, all right? 
I'm buying them for eight grand, which I offered six. It's about 32% of ARV, right? Let's look at that. Equals 8,000. They're worth about 25,000. That's about 32%. Okay. And let's say I sell that, I sell it for 25 grand on terms, owner financing. All right. Hope my videos are working here because I'm getting some error messages. I'm, you guys can still hear me and see me, right? Okay. Now let's say I sell it $1,000 down. So that means the remaining balance is to be financed is 24 grand. I'm charging, let's say 8% interest. Doesn't matter. And let's say I'm doing five years. My payment, P-I-T-I, principal interest. No, I'm sorry, just P-I-T-I. P-I, P-I, principal and interest. By the way, who's paying the taxes? And do you need insurance? No. <laughs> All right. But the buyer is paying the taxes. I'll be escrowing them. But it's only, I mean, we're talking a couple hundred dollars a year. It's nothing really much. So, you know, let's say $483 is too much. So let's make this seven years, okay? So seven years, and maybe let's make this 6%. I'm making, I'm collecting about $350 a month. So my annual money collected is, the, the annual payments is about $4,200, all right? Now, what's my cash on cash return? My cash on cash return is the amount of money I invested in divided by how much money I'm getting back. It's, it's not it's not figuring appreciation. It's not figuring in any kind of um, appreciation or deductions or what. It's just like straight up, not future projections. It's like straight up. I I spent eight grand and I got back six grand. What's my cash on cash return, right? If you've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, this is the important number that you want to focus on. Rich Dad, Poor Dad says when you're buying real estate, you want to try to get 10 to 12%. I mean, if you get 15%, you're doing really, really well. The market's squeezed. It's gotten a lot tighter now. People are happy in real estate to get 10% cash on cash return, right? In the stock market, the last 50 years, the average cash, the average RO, I mean, the, the interest re return on your, uh, in the stock market or whatever, I don't know, 11, 12%, right? Now, crypto is crazy, but it also goes up and it goes wildly down. It's never consistent. So, but this is like, this is a real asset, all right? You can actually bring a shovel, you can dig a hole, and this is a real tangible asset that has a lot of high demand. Okay, so my, how much cash am I getting back? Well, how much, I'm sorry, let's do it this way. How much cash am I spending? I'm spending eight grand, right? Boom. Now, divide, how much cash am I getting back? I'm getting 1,000 plus 4,200. Did I do something wrong there? Oh, it's the other way around. See? <laughs> All right, I'm getting investment back divided by how much I put into it. Sorry. Did I see anybody? Did anybody catch that with me? Did anybody catch that? No, no. Okay. So I'm 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 collecting back a thousand plus forty one hundred and eighty six divided by how much money I put into it. All right. So my cash on cash return the first year is sixty five percent, sixty four percent. Now on this loan, approximately my interest. I went to a mortgage calculator. <clears throat> Let's try this again here. I went to a bankrate.com. So if the mortgage, if I the amount financed was twenty four grand, five years. 8%, the total interest paid was 5198. 8%. Yeah. So the total interest paid will be 5198. There's a way you can do that in a in a formula in, in a spreadsheet or whatever. That's the total interest paid over five years. Not a lot of money, but this is the amazing thing here. So the total amount that I make back is 30,198. So what's my profit? I bought it for eight grand. I am after all the interest is collected and everything, I'm selling it for 30 grand. My total profit is $22,000 on this deal, right? What's my ROI? It's uh, the amount of profit divided by the investment, right? Yeah, the same thing I did there. 
All right, my total profit, I'm making 277%, right? Somebody's asking a question here. So you give the seller eight grand up front. And if I found land for this price, could I get a bank loan or money from private equity? So let's say you don't have the eight grand. What do you do? Well, a couple of things. Number one, uh, I think you should be, let me just ask this question right now. Anybody watching this on Zoom, if I, if I needed to borrow eight grand and I would split the profit with you 50-50 on this deal, but I would manage it all, would any of you lend me $8,000 to buy this deal right now? Would anybody? I'm looking at the Zoom chat. All right, Mandy says in a second. Sean said, I will. Anyone else? A bunch of people raised their hands. <laughs> All right, yeah, more comments coming in. I will. Yes, 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 of course. All right, there you go. All I did right there is, now I have an audience, obviously, that maybe you don't have, but all you need to do is start talking to your friends and family about this thing. Hey, listen, I, I got this deal. Maybe you could partner with me. I'm not looking to borrow money. I'm not gonna, it's not a loan. I want somebody, because I, you know, I, I'm more of the philosophy of like, I would rather invest, be debt-free, right? So what if instead of trying to borrow money from people, try to find somebody that can partner with you on this deal? I, I think it would be pretty easy to find somebody who has eight grand to spend sitting in a, a CD, a money market earning a 0.23% or something ridiculous, right? I think you'd be pretty easy to find somebody that could give you eight grand and split that 68% in the first year, they would make 38% on their money. You would make the other 30, well, whatever, 35%. Okay, uh, what do you think? Could you find somebody? Yes. The other thing is, there are people that are actually in the business of buying and partnering with people on vacant land deals like this. So if you join some Facebook groups, vacant land Facebook groups, uh, you'll find people that um, will put up the money if it's a good deal and will partner with you on it. So they're not going to lend you the money. Obviously, you're going to come out ahead if you're borrowing money. So let's say you actually wanted to borrow that $8,000 and you offered to pay somebody back 8% on their money, right? So what would your payment be? If you're paying 0.08 divided by 12, and let's say you paid them off over, I don't know, five years, right? So number of periods would be five times 12 would be 60 periods. Let's do five times 12. Present value would be $8,000, right? And the future value would be zero. And let's, I don't know if you do zero or one. I don't think it matters too much there at the end. So listen, if you did borrow money from somebody at 8% and you will pay them back in five years, your payment would be $161 a month. Your income from that deal will be 371. So what's your profit from that? You'd be making $210 a month. What's your cash on cash return? It's infinite because you're not putting any money into this deal. So one thing you could do is you could tell somebody, listen, I'll pay you 10% on your money or I'll give you 20% of the profits. What if you did it like that? Now, I'd prefer to bring on a partner and pay them 20, 25% of the profits, maybe 50% of the profits, okay? Because then what if you know the buyer who buys this thing stops paying? I get that question all the time. What if they stop paying? Not a big deal. You just go find another buyer that will own or finance it. When we've sold our vacant lots, we've always sold them for cash in the past. But for every one call we get from a cash buyer, we'll get three calls, three calls from people wanting to own or finance it. So you all, it's always easier to sell these deals with owner finance. But that's a whole nother topic. I was just talking to Eddie Speed yesterday and I'm gonna be getting his help and I'm gonna be interviewing him on how to do the right way, how to do owner financing for your vacant land notes. But it is very, very, very profitable. Somebody's asking, can I have the spreadsheet on this? Uh, no, because I don't know if it's right. What I would recommend, what I do is when I see somebody doing a video like this and I don't, I can't build the spreadsheet, I'll go send this video to somebody on Fiverr 
And for five to 10 bucks, you can get somebody to make the spreadsheet for you. But see, I just don't, I don't want to give this away because I don't know if it's right. I've already found a couple errors and somebody watching this is already like probably thinks I'm this complete idiot because I just overlooked another error on this thing. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it is right. <laughs> so here's the cool thing, right? Like there is money. If these are good deals, you know, just the small little audience I have here, about 50 people on Zoom and maybe a hundred, couple hundred people watching me right now on Facebook and YouTube of the small little 50 people that I have here, I already found about five or six people that said, yeah, I would lend you money on that deal all day long. It's a no brainer. This is why I like vacant land. And some of you again may be wondering, well, who would buy this lie? Okay, you buy, you, you bought it at 32%, 32 cents on the dollar. That's great. But like, who would buy that? There's a saying in vacant land that says, there is a pig for every barn. There's a pig for every barn. And how do I know in this county, and by the way, this county is called Suwannee County, Florida. And I'll show you how I figured that out here in a minute, how I picked that county. But there are people buying lots and lots of lots in this county, right? And there are a lot of people are buying them with owner financing. They're very, very easy to sell. Again, who are these buyers? They're rec- a lot of them are investors, just we're going to park their money. A lot of them are recreational uh, land users. They want a place to go hunting, to go camping, to shoot their guns to four-wheeling, just a place where they can put an RV out, get off the grid, right? Just do whatever. All right, so some of you I can hear saying, well, how how did you find these deals? Um, what is this here? I just got a, uh, I got a notice for something. All right, never mind, sorry. DFT coaching me. Oh, I know what that is. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I got an invitation. I need to shut off all the other things on my computer, sorry. All right, now, um, I'm so excited about this. Let me say this first of all. I'm doing a special two-day live boot camp coming up February 11th and 12th. As I'm recording this right now, in two or three days, two days? Yes, three, three days. I'm doing with Gavin, Tim's, and myself. We're doing a two-day boot camp where we're going to be diving deep and teaching all of this stuff. And if you're interested in attending, it's called the Mad Boot Camp. If you go to madbootcamp.com, madbootcamp.com. Why mad? Because I believe the three keys to success in this business is marketing, automation, and delegation. Marketing, automation, and delegation. This bootcamp is only $97. And if you go to madbootcamp.com, takes you here. And for two days, I'm going to be teaching this strategy. And um, Gavin's going to be teaching houses. So a couple of weeks ago, we did a virtual, we did a live challenge where I, we talked about if we lost everything and we were to start all over from scratch, and we had a little bit of money for marketing, what would we do? And so Gavin talked about taught houses in this free challenge. I taught about vacant land. I showed what I would do. And then we both in the week between, in the week and a half between the, when the ch- free challenge ended and this boot camp starts, we've been documenting our processes. Gavin with houses, with wholesaling, he's doing cold calling with virtual assistants. And me, I'm doing postcards, handwritten postcards to vacant lot owners, vacant landowners. We documented our whole thing. Now, in this boot camp coming up on February 11th and 12th, you need to come to this. It's all day. It's 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern on Friday, and then the same times on Saturday. It's 97 bucks. We're going to be teaching this stuff step by step. We're opening up the playbook. We're going to be showing you everything that we're doing, and it's it's going to be amazing. So uh, you want to register for this thing, and we're going to be talking about how to be a mad scientist because the, all of this is just simple processes. And here's the key thing. I want you guys to focus on me and I'm going to stop my screen share so you can look at me right in the eyes. I'm going to zoom in a little bit here. The key to success in this business, marketing, automation, and delegation. All right. Now, super simple. If you want to be successful, I talked about the beginning of this, right? Being brilliant at the basics. 
We're not in the real estate investing business, we're not in the house, we're not in the land business, we're in the marketing business. So if you want to be successful, you need to learn how to do marketing that works today, not 10 years ago, not 20 years ago, marketing that works today without spending an arm and a leg. The next thing is automation, systems. You need systems in place where you get that marketing done for you in spite of you. You get the offer making done for you in spite of you, the follow-up done for you in spite of you. You need to have systems in place where your leads don't fall behind the cracks, behind, under the cracks, right through the cracks. And you need something where you have no lead left behind. The follow-up is critical. If you want to do 90% more deals, you need to have follow-up systems and automation in place. And then delegation is this, simple this. Whatever you can't automate, you delegate out. Sometimes the best automation you can get is a good virtual assistant, right? These are the three critical success areas of success for you and your business, marketing, automation, and delegation. We're going to be talking about that in this bootcamp. That's why we're calling it the Mad Bootcamp. Cool? I'm so excited about it. There's so much to talk about. Uh, I'm going to be talking about land a little bit and what we're doing and how to get these crazy good returns. Um, let me just give you a little teaser. Would you like that since we've got some time here of what I am um, doing? Now, if you're listening to this on an audio podcast, um, glad you're here. I'm so glad you're here. The, you, you guys on the audio podcast are near and dear to my heart. Sometimes though, I have to do videos and I have to show these things, all right? So I apologize. I'll try to walk you through it and explain it to you guys. Uh, but if you want to see what I'm talking about here, go to my YouTube channel, go subscribe, go just search for Joe McCall, subscribe, and I'll show you this cool stuff, all right? Now, let me share my screen again here. After you go to madbootcamp.com and sign up for our bootcamp, I want you, if you want to see how I found these vacant lots and what am I doing, what am I sending? One of the best places I like to go to is landwatch.com, okay? Landwatch.com. And I'm just going to hit the search bar here and it's going to bring me up a big old map of the United States over here on the left. You see that? Let me try to make my screen a little bigger here so it fills up more space and so that you can see it. There are 492,000 vacant land listings here. And uh, somebody give me a state, okay? Somebody give me a state either in the Zoom or Facebook or YouTube comments here. And I'm going to just pull up a random state. Georgia, thank you. Where's Georgia? Boom. I'm just going to click on Georgia right there. 37,000 vacant lots listed right now on Landwatch. Now, Landwatch is a series, a bunch of websites owned by Land.com. There's Lands of America, Land and Farm, Landwatch, and Land.com. So what I'm looking at here is, I so again, we're targeting cheap rural vacant land. We're trying to buy land, lots for one or $2,000 and we're trying to sell them for ten dollars to $20,000. So what I'm, I want to find, okay, where in Georgia, there's different regions here, different counties, you know, you see what I'm doing there. Where are, where am I, where's the demand? Where is all the activity? I don't want to just, I don't want to, I definitely don't want to target Metro Atlanta, but when people who live in Atlanta, where are they going? If they want to go an hour or two out of the city, you know, especially right now with everything that's going on with the coronavirus and the, the pandemic and, you know, people are afraid of the government and stuff like that. Like, People are thinking, man, if I have to get out of here, if I have to bug out and go hide in the woods, um, when they when they start to require that we get the jab, and you know, we're just okay. I'm not going to get political. I promise. I swear. Uh, but when the government comes to try to take my guns, I'm going to be out. I'm not going to be here, right? I'm gonna I'm going to be in the woods, um, protecting myself and my family, right? So, like, <laughs> are you understand what I'm saying? Do you, do you smell what I'm stepping in there? Okay, they're going to be like, I'm going to be, I'm out of here. I'm not sticking around in Metro Atlanta. All right. When the riots start happening and then everybody runs out of food and, you know, all right, enough of that. Sorry. You want to, you want to hear a horrible book to read? Uh, <laughs> uh, this will wreck you. It's called uh, One Second After. If you go to Amazon, um, 
and it's called One Second After. It's it's very interesting read. Man, I read that thing 10 years ago, and here I am still talking about it today. I'm not a survivalist prepper type of a guy, but it's very, very interesting. And I won't talk about it. If you're interested in it, go check it out. All right, so I'm looking for cheap land, right? Rural land. So I'm going to go here to uh, price. I want to find all the properties that are the counties that have properties that are listed under a hundred grand. So I do max a hundred grand. And I want, I don't want the little quarter acre lots, right? I want like one to 10 acres max. Now, if you have more money, you can buy more larger lots, right? But I want the cheap lots. This is the best way to get started. So there's 6,400 listings. You see that up there? All right, now this is cool. This is going to show me, ah, look, the Blue Ridge Mountains is the most popular area. These are just active listings though. Then there's the historic South region, the mountains region, Southern Rivers region. But do you think maybe I'd want to be in the maybe the historic Blue, uh, the Blue Ridge Mountains region or the historic South region? Do you see how those are both areas that are kind of maybe an hour or two hours from Atlanta? Atlanta is kind of right in this area right here. All right. Now look at also here. You can see Gilmer County. I don't know where Gilmer County is. Let's go to Google Maps. By the way, I think the book One Second After is based in uh, um, either, oops, Either uh, Georgia or South Carolina, Gilmer County, Georgia. Where's Gilmer County? This is the number one area where um, there's a lot of property for sale right now. Not much there, is there? It's close to a city. It's it's in the Chatt- Chattahoochee. Isn't there a country music song about that? Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Never knew how much that muddy water meant to me. But I learned how to swim and I learned who I was. But I never got caught. All right, whatever. It's Chattahoochee. You heard of that song, right? Alan Jackson, I think. There's not much there. Let's look at this layers. Oh, guess what? A lot of trees, a lot of mountains. Look at these beautiful mountains there, right? That looks like a good place to go hunt, get off the grid, you know, have some a, a place with some beautiful views, find a church that handles rattlesnakes or something like that. Ah, uh, find some people that are married to their cousins, missing <laughs> missing their front teeth. <laughs> you guys know I'm joking, right? All right, so. I mean, maybe not. Very cool, huh? But let's go back here to Land Watcher. Any of you think, if any of you catching my humor or any of you picking up what I'm laying down or smelling what I'm stepping in? All right. Yep. Okay. Thank you. One person. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you, Catherine. Ah, look, Paul grew up rafting on the Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee. That just sounds so cool. I wish. Okay. Thank you, guys. I'm getting, I'm feeling the love now. All right. Now, what I was going to show you, if I scroll down here, scroll. Oh, look at this. Solds. I'm gonna un, I'm gonna check solds. I'm gonna scroll back down again. I'm going to uncheck under contract. Scroll down again. I'm gonna uncheck available. So now let me just explain this too. Landwatch, Lands of America, etc. Those sites. This isn't from County Records. These are just on their websites properties that have been marked as sold. Okay. And let's do under contract as well. So I'm I'm checking off properties on these land websites that are marked as under contract and sold. So this is where the activity is happening, right? Now, if you scroll up, look at this. This is super powerful. This is now telling me, oh, the historic South region is bigger than, there's actually more solds in the historic South region than there is in the Blue Ridge Mountains region. But maybe that's because, you know, the historic South region is so big and the Blue historic the, the Blue Ridge Mountain region is so small. I don't know. But look at the mountain regions. This is interesting. If you take the Blue Ridge Mountain region and the mountain region, those total more than the historic South region. Well, you can kind of, here's what I wanted to tell you to, to do, guys. When you do this, you need to pick like the top five, six, seven counties here and then analyze them and figure out what, what, what might be a better county. 
So if I look at Bartow County, Bartow, B-A-R-T-O-W. All right. This is, this is interesting, isn't it? This is, uh, I scroll down a little bit. Let's see how far this is from Atlanta. All right. So this, this is, uh, I look at this thinking this maybe is one of those areas that's soon going to be a suburb of Atlanta. So properties here, I'm going to guess are going to be a little bit more expensive, but I don't know. Remember I said only lots that are under a hundred thousand dollars was one of my criteria here. Right. But this is interesting. This is a County, you know, maybe an hour, two hours outside of the suburbs of Atlanta. So that's interesting. What's another county here that's really popular? Union County. Where is that? Union County, Georgia. Ah, look, there's a Vogel State Park. There's probably the Chattahoochee Reservoir or something right there. Davenport. No, not Notley Lake. Notley Lake. Somebody's asking me, what about Clayton County to the south of Atlanta? Is that on my list here? No, it's not on my list. Why? Do I, I don't care about that. I See, here's the thing. You might think, oh man, but Clayton County... So beautiful and so nice, and it's where all the big homes are being built. That's not what you want. I, I emotions are completely out of this. I am following the demand. I just want to be this little fly on this big, huge elephant, and I that's where I want to go. I want to target these areas. And again, why land? Because there's so little competition, right? Guys, if you're doing direct mail for houses, you'll be lucky if you get half to one percent response on your postcards or letters. Half to one percent. You'll be good if you're doing real if you're doing that. With my land postcards and letters, I'm getting three to seven percent. Get about three percent on my postcards, about seven percent on my letters. So it's like the response rate is just crazy insane. All right. So um, and, and let me just tell you further. Um, if I do if I do thousand postcards, let's say I'm gonna get about 30 responses and I send about 20 to 20 to 30 offers, then of and I don't send I don't even talk to them until I send them an offer. And I get on average of about one out of every 28 to 30 offers accepted. So I know if I send a thousand postcards on average, I'm going to do at least one deal, maybe two. So what if you did a thousand postcards a week? That's like a thousand postcards is going to cost you about 400, $450. Okay. Would you spend $450 to make uh, 58% of your money? Would you spend a 450, $500 to flip one of these vacant lots and make five grand? Yes, you would. All right. So Bartow County, I'm, I'm not looking at any of the... I'd, uh, this Clayton County sounds like it's too close to Atlanta. I want to be rural. Union County. Did we look at Union County? Oh, that's great. It's in the mountains. Love it. What's the next county over? Gilmer County. Let's look at Gilmer County. Uh-huh. All right. So it looks like these these this area right here is a really hot area because you're know, close to Chattanooga and Atlanta, and uh, you're in the uh, Nantahala National Forest, maybe on the... Uh, border of the Blue Ridge Mountains. I'm not sure. I always get those mountain ranges confused. There's a couple of them in here, right? It's just gorgeous in this area. It's really incredible. I love it out there. One of the areas, if you see this map as I'm looking at it here, one of the areas that I'm targeting is in North Carolina. So Charlotte is right here, right? In North Carolina, it's hard for me to see the border. All right. So the border of Tennessee and Nash and North Carolina goes like this, okay? The border of Nash, Tennessee, and it's hard to see on this map, but the Tennessee and North Carolina right here. All right. I've been targeting um, some vacant land in some of these areas of North Carolina. All right. And when you look at these areas, I'm about two hours from three major, major cities, Nashville, Charlotte, and Atlanta. All right. Do you think I'm going to have any problem selling this land that's out here in the hills and the mountains in between Atlanta, Charlotte, and Nashville? Uh Uh-uh. Right. There's even Chattanooga, Huntsville, Alabama, Knoxville, Tennessee. I mean, this area is incredible. It's gorgeous. 
Okay, so I love this area, right? And how do I, why do I love it? Because there's a lot of activity there. Let's do one more, White County, White County, Georgia. All right, now here's the cool thing. Any of these counties, you can go out and get a list and um, you can, you should pick like five to six or seven counties and you can just rotate through those counties. Mail this county one week, mail this county the next week. All right, I did the same thing for Florida. So part of the things, I'm, one of the things I'm gonna be showing in the bootcamp here at madbootcamp.com. Have you gone here yet? Madbootcamp.com. Go there. There's a video Gavin and I did talking about what it is that we're going to be doing and what we're talking about. Madbootcamp.com. It's 97 bucks, two full days virtual bootcamp that we're doing about how to do all of this stuff. All right. So um, when I went to Florida, I did the same thing. And I, I won't show you right now. We got about 10 minutes left and I'll be done here. But in Florida, I looked at what are the most active properties that have the active counties that have the most listings. And then, so the, the active listings, then I looked, what's the most county, the county that has the most solds. And the, the county that had the most solds, the county that I picked, see if I can spell it right, Suwannee County, Florida. What? Your what hurts? Holy banana pants. Have you ever heard of, have you ever heard of Suwannee County, Florida? Who's ever heard of Suwannee County, Florida? This is one of the top one or two counties in all of Florida where most of the cheap vacant land is being sold near Gainesville, Tallahassee, and Jacksonville, right? Let me show you another website I like to see is a Land and Farm. Land and Farms, something like that. Landandfarm.com, I think. No, no, Lands of America, sorry. No wonder it didn't sound right. <laughs> All right, let me copy and paste this because I can never spell it right. Suwannee County, Florida. Includes residents. No, click no. I click apply filters. There's 225 listings right there. I'm going to do a, a, a limit between one to 20 acres. All right, 139 listings right now. Now, when I say, by the way, let me clarify this to you. When I say vacant lots sold, the biggest, I'm talking about cheap vacant lots sold, right? I'm not talking about infill lots. I'm not talking about the quarter acre lots in Tampa that are selling for new to new home builders. Um, I'm talking about rural vacant lots under a hundred grand between one to 20 acres or something like that, okay? So right now in Suwannee County, Florida, there's 139 active listings. Somebody's asking, why not use PropStream for search? You can, and that'll give you more better data in many ways, but PropStream doesn't give you these pictures and things like this. Um, and PropStream does not give you active current listings. All right, so anyway, 139 active. Now let's, let's just look at, let's sort this from price low to high. I just wanna show you kind of what it is that's out there. Right here's a vacant lot for sale for seventeen thousand nine hundred ninety-seven dollars, one point two five acres. Now remember, this is one point two five. I'm buying a two point three acre lot for eight thousand dollars. Do you think I'm getting a good deal? Yes. So look, you can see kind of what and oh, it's available for owner financing. Look at this lot. Who would buy that? Uh, you know what? I'll show you who in a minute here. A lot of vacant land here, a lot of these subdivided plots that, are, guess what, don't have any houses on them. But it's on a road, it has access, and there's probably power and water there on a paved road, which is really good. Let me go back a little bit more and just show you kind of these other things that are for sale. Here's a one-acre lot for sale for $24,000. Again, I'm buying my 2.3 acres for $8,000. I think that's a good deal, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think so. All right. There's uh, four acres for 45 grand, four acres for 50 grand. Look at some of these things. You think, well, who, what? There's people that are looking for these lots. All right, now, this is cool. I'm going to switch on solds and I'm going to switch 
off available and under contract. Remember, there was 139. Let me click apply filters. Now there's 351 solds. Now I don't know how far back that goes. If it's six months, a year, I don't know. And by the way, again, these are solds from the website. These aren't solds from county records. So if you were to look in PropStream, PropStream is going to give you all of the solds from county records, which is awesome. But um, it's not going to be able to show you these properties that did sell. Now look at this one. Here's a one acre lot that sold for 10 grand. This is probably sold to an investor who's now turned around and selling it with owner financing. I don't know. Um, here's a lot that sold a five acre lot for 10 grand. Um, here's a lot that sold. Let's look here. I'm going to sort this the other way around. Let's sort it from high to low. Some of these have properties on them. You know, even though you've selected includes residents, no, they still sneak in. So actually, let's do this. Let's do a price, max price of 100 grand. All right now there's 317. So I've removed any, you know, properties. And let's do, uh, let's do, I have a 2.3 acre, right? So let's do two to four acres. There's 51 properties that have sold in the last who knows what, under 100 grand between two to four acres. All right. And I'm sorting this high to low. This two acre lot sold for 50. This one sold for 50, 50, 50, four acres. All right. Mm, man, this is pretty cool, right? Now let's go to the map because now I can see these properties here with the map. And my property is that I'm looking at buying is somewhere right around here, I think. I don't know. Let me look here. I'm kind of reluctant to show you the exact property that I have because if I did, it would pull up the owner's name and phone number. And I'm a little worried some of you listening would call him or her about this property. So I don't want to show it to you. But anyway, so these are the 51 listings that have sold. Let's go and find maybe somebody that uh, has sold. Here, here's a, uh, okay, hold on. I'm just scrolling. This guy, Jim Jean, real estate. He's got a lot of properties because he's been selling in this area, right? Let's look at, this is a property that's sold. Dirt road, it's, it's not, there is no water on the property. They just put these pictures in of like, in 15 minutes, you can get to this place. Real pretty. So it's, you know, this, this kind of a river where you can go rafting is maybe 20, 30 minutes away or whatever. All right, let's scroll down a little bit more. Oh, it's available for owner financing. This is the actual lot right here. Okay. There's the lot. Do you see any kind of body of water? No, but whatever. Um, let me, here's a link to Jim Jean's website. Let's click on it. Oh, it's not found because it's been sold. Let's scroll down a little bit more. We can see his other properties here. I'll show that to you in a minute. Let's click on his name, Jim Jean. That's a cool name. Jim Jean. Here's his website. He's got a team of people. Ah, I love this. Automatic owner financing available, no credit checks, no banks, non-qualifying, family-owned business. They've been doing this for 40 years. I promise you these guys don't like us coming into their areas and to their counties, but you know what? Sorry, I don't care. Um, now look at this. He's advertising five grand down, 375 a month, 13,500 down, 685 a month. So he's going after, I like this because he's going after the nicer properties, right? Let's look for uh, properties five that are five acres and under and look what he's doing. These are all owner financing. Now, he again, this is interesting. Pay attention to this. This person has probably done enough deals for a long enough time to realize that, you know, for the same amount of work, I can make a lot more money on the bigger lots. So he's buying these things for probably five to 10 and he's selling them for 50 grand or so. Let's just look at this one. This is four acres. There's nothing here. What is that? Let me zoom in so you can see this. I don't know, but guess what? This guy's been in 30 business for 30 years doing this. Do you think maybe he's doing something right? Now there's, that's the neighbor located next door. So that means there's utilities. And <laughs> here, this pool of water, it's seven miles away, but they got to put a picture in there of it. Okay, whatever. But look at this, no deed restrictions. So you, but you still must follow the building codes for Suwannee County. 
there's a video or no, here's a map. There's like people buy this stuff. Yeah. With owner financing all day long. Here's a video you can watch. Um, directions, 8.9%, 25 years. I don't know. All right. So like if I were going to go to my spreadsheet, which is on another page, like, you know, maybe what, 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 what you do is you give this, the buyer options. All right. Do you want to finance it for five years, 10 years, 15, 20, 25 years? You pick. It doesn't matter to me, you know, and then you let them pick the payment that uh, you want. Real simple. And this is why I like going to these websites because I want to see what my competition is doing. This guy's been doing business for 30, 40 years. He's from Gainesville, Florida. Maybe he knows what he's doing here. And he's got a lot of properties that have sold and properties that are active listing. And he's making $375 a month on this property that he probably paid five or 10 grand for. Very, very good, solid returns on your money. All right. So that's... I'm excited about this. So um, j- just as, so, so you know, I, I did some postcards to Suwannee County a week ago. Leads just started coming in. Let me show you my FreedomSoft account. Leads just started coming in about two or three days ago. So if I go to campaigns, I did t- I did marketing in uh, Suwannee Suwa- uh, County, Florida and Siskiyou County in Northern California. And in Suwannee, Florida, I'm already at about 1.2% response rate. I sent 1,700 postcards at $819. And uh, the, I mean, this is crazy. $40 a lead. It's going to get better. It's going to be like a 20, 15 to $20 per lead. But when you compare this to pay-per-click for cold calling, texting, like for the quality of these leads, nothing beats direct mail. Nothing, right? So when a lead comes in, for example, let's just pick one of them, go to communications. Um, they will leave a voicemail. The voicemail will say, hey, yeah, thanks for calling. You know, I this my, my thing is... Um, I give them a reference number and they say it's SUW-3456. And then I pull that information and I send them an offer at 25 cents on the dollar. So here's some examples of some of the calls that have come in. If I go to my notifications, all right, this first one came in earlier today. They called my number and this phone number they called uh, links directly to this campaign. So I know when they call that number, they got this postcard and they leave a voicemail and then the, the FreedomSoft sends them a text back. Thanks for calling what was the reference number on that postcard? We'll do some research and send you an offer right away. And then they also replied to the text SUW1937. So then if I go into my system here, I'll find that property. I find the name of the owner, the address of the property, the mailing address of the owner, uh, the acreage, the GPS coordinates, the parcel ID or the APN number, all that information. And then the service that I use gives me a price. The service I use that I recommend will pull up all of the properties in the area that are listed for sale and sold and will give me the average price per acre. And I set it to make an offer at 25% of whatever that average price per acre is. And it gives me the offer to make. So what I do then is I make an offer and I said, would you guys like to see this right now? Would you like me to see actually make an offer to this guy? I'm not even, well, I'll listen to the voicemail here. Let me show you. Karen something. Got your postcard. Got your postcard. S-U-W-1937. Okay. So she just said, I'd like to know what you're going to offer the property, right? I'm going to, I put her name up there, Karen, and I'm going to send her an offer. Now for me to do that, I need to pull up her, uh, where did it go here? I'm making my notes. SUW1937, all right? So I'm going to go here to my 
pipeline and I have a list uh, for Su- uh, Suwannee County. I'm going to view all of my leads in here. This is my list that I sent the letters to, okay? I'm going to go up here to the advanced search and I'm going to find that property that had the letter reference ID of 1937. And there it is, Karen Gruel. I'm going to add her phone number right here. I'll show you why I do that here in a second because I'm going to merge these two fields. So here is the the record, right? I can see that 1.15 acres, there's the APN number, the letter reference ID. Um, this is the GPS coordinates. Let's just look at it. I'm going to copy that. All right, so let's see where this is. Yeah, this is really, really close to another property I'm looking at right now also. Oh, that's crazy. This is like across the street from another property that I'm looking at. Let's click at the layers and there it is. What am I looking for? I'm looking for road access. Maybe some, yep, there's some overhead utilities. You know, there's some other properties in the area. So there's power. Cool. All right. So uh, what I'm going to do here real quick is I'm just going to get a URL. Let me go back to where I, I'm going to click there. All right. So I'm going to copy this website link. I'm going to put it right there. All right. Now, uh, the company service I use called Price is telling me to offer thirty-one twenty for the property. I'm going to copy that. I'm not going to go into all the details of what I'm doing here, but I'm going to send this seller an offer. And today's the eighth. I'm going to give them a deadline of the sixteenth, and I'm going to close in three months. One, two, three, the twenty-seventh. Right? There is road access. Cool. And the taxes. Um, sometimes the taxes get in here. Sometimes I don't get it. Where Where are the taxes? Oh yeah, ninety-two dollars a year. Ninety-two dollars a year in taxes. All right, so I'm going to do a couple things here. I'm going to link it to that um, other lead. I'm going to do phone number there. All right, I have it linked. I'm also going to assign it to that county. Save the lead. Okay, now I'm going to go here to this campaign. I'm going to view all. These are all of my leads right now in this campaign. And I'm going to look for, I have two Karens in here. I have Karen right here and Karen up here. So I want to merge all the duplicates. Find duplicates. Search by phone number. That's why I put the phone number in there. Find duplicates. I'm going to merge duplicates. Keep the oldest record. All right, it'll be it's merging in the background. It'll be done right away. There it is. Oh, it's not merged yet. Hold on. Let me refresh. There it is. It's merged now. All right. So this property is um, right here. Let me just. I got to look up something here real quick. I have this open in Excel. Let me just verify something. I know you can't see this here. Um, SUW1937. All right, hold on here. Okay, good. I wanted to make sure this up here is the property location. I don't have an address because there's nothing built there yet. I just, it's McCaflin, uh, it's McCaplin, whatever street. No, no, I'm sorry. Don't even have the street. It's just the city and state and zip code. And that's fine, but that's all I have. If I click on map, nothing comes up because there's no address. This lot doesn't have an address. Confirm that I can follow up with them. All right, so if I scroll down now, if I click on communications, I've merged those. There was a, a new lead and a campaign and, a, and the list record and lists. I merged them, so now I just have one thing and I can see the correspondence right here. I see the voicemail and the text back. Okay, and I see her name is Karen. If I go to load detail, lead details, I scroll down. This is all the information on the property. The APN number, road access, description, the subdivision, GPS coordinates. I'm gonna send her an offer for $3,100. And the uh, the offer deadline is February 16th. I'm going to three months to close May 27th. And the owner is right here in Tarpon Springs, Florida. I don't know where that is. I've heard of it though. So I'm sure it's a nice area. Now, by the way, when I pulled my list, I only targeted owners that had owned their lots for 10 years or more. 
Okay. And again, are you interested in learning more about this? Go to madbootcamp.com. Okay. Madbootcamp.com to sign up for this bootcamp. All right. So I want to send her an offer. It's real simple. I'm going to go right here to more actions. Uh, let me cancel that. More actions, generate document. I have a contract for Suwanee County, Florida, right there. I click next step, next step. Here's the cover letter. Here's the one page contract. Click. Now you can see it's kind of bleeding over the edge here. I'm okay with that. Click complete. It's generating right now this contract. I'm going to send it to her. In the meantime, I'm going to click lead details and I'm going to change the status to offer number one sent. And when I do that, it triggers what's called a workflow automation. And in the background, it's going to start sending follow-up and reminders. It's going to send up follow-up text messages and follow-up reminders to send them a slide dial, to um, send another offer in 30 days, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so the contract is done. If I click view, all right, that's page one. I remember that it was being, it was bleeding off the edge. It's not a big deal. Okay, um, that's it. So now I am going to send this contract to the seller. By the way, if I click view, I'm going to copy up here that URL. Okay. I'm going to click on email. I use click to mail, email to mail, click to mail, email to mail, and I'm going to email it to click to mail. Click to mail is going to receive this attachment and send it to the person in the subject line. So it's going to merge the owner's name and mailing address in the subject line. I click send email. And so same business day or next business day, depending on when you send it, click to mail will get that letter. It's two pages and we'll send it in a physical mail first class to the, the person that was in the subject line. All right. So they'll get this, that letter in about two or three days, about three days. Okay. I'm also going to text the seller right now. Okay. Hi, Karen, Joe here. I just mailed you a, an offer. If you would like to view it now, click this link to see the PDF. I click send and I'm going to paste that URL I copied from here. Remember that? Boom. Just like that. So I've emailed it to her. I mean, I've, I, I don't have her email address. I could in the text say, Hey, what's your email? I'll email it to you. But I also sent it in the physical mail and I've texted it to her and we'll see what she says. And if I go to tasks, so there's going to be a task for my son to send him a slide dial in a couple, three days that just says, Hey, Karen, uh, we just sent you, just want to remind you, we sent you an offer. A slide dial is a voicemail thing and you should get it in the mail the next day or two. So let us know if you have any questions. And then 30 days later, send another offer. So that's our continual follow-up process. The other thing you don't see here is in, in two or three days, it's going to send them a text. Hey, Karen, just following up. We sent you an offer. I want to make sure that you're looking for it. It'll be there soon. A lot of times these sellers will respond back immediately and say, yeah, that's not going to work or F you or they get mad or whatever. But the cool thing about FreedomSoft is now everything is here in this one place. So when if they accept the offer, then we go into offer request pending preliminary research. And they've accepted our offer. This is now when we do our due diligence. This is where we're going to make sure, okay, we're going to buy it for three. Can we actually sell it for 20 or whatever? Okay. Uh, we don't do our due diligence and our research until after they accept our offer. I'm not calling them and talking to them either. I don't want to waste their time. I don't want them to waste mine. So we're just sending a bunch of offers. The next time I do this, I'm going to teach you, if you're in my class, um, I'm going to show how to send range offers. So when I send a letter or a postcard, I'm going to be sending a, a postcard or a letter. In fact, let me show you what it looks like here because there's a company that does it. If you go to jomacall.com slash mail, they do this for houses. It's a company called Open Letter Marketing. 
I'm going to be using something similar to this. You don't have to use these guys. You can, I'm going to give you a bunch of resources. All right, good. You see my screen? If you go to shop direct mail, again, joemccall.com slash mail. They have this product in here called the ROS Mailer, ROS Mailer. And what I'm going to be testing and doing next, and I'll show you how to do this, is how to send a range offer. Hey, Karen, I see that you own a 1.2 acre lot in Suwannee County, Florida. If you'd like to sell it, we'd like to buy it. But we would, if you're willing to sell it, we would be able to offer something in this price range. And it's opening up here in a minute. It's real simple letter and a postcard. And so my, instead of just saying, hey, do you want to sell your lot? Or instead of sending a blind offer at one hard price, it's going to be a range. It's going to be a range of about 20 to 30%. And it's going to say, um, would you be willing to sell it between five to $6,500? I don't know why it's taking so long. My data is, my Wi-Fi is slow or something. So then you can send a range. Now you're only, you're getting fewer leads, but you're getting higher quality leads in here. So here we go. This kind of looks like this. So it says your cash offer is 19,500. The guy who created this uh, um, uh, gin, uh, Rick Gin, he uses one hard price, right? You can do a range. We can offer you something between this and this. You can also send it as a letter. And I like this letter a lot. So I'm going to be doing something like this for the land as well. Cool. All right, guys, I have done, I've gone way longer than I normally do. Apologize for the lengthy podcast and video here. I hope you get something out of it. And stay tuned because uh, this boot camp is coming up. It's called the Mad Boot Camp Marketing Automation Delegation. I'm going to be teaching a lot more of this, giving you a lot of resources. And uh, I got this new program coming out soon. It's going to be on land investing. I'm creating a brand new course on land investing. I'm so excited about this. Um, it's not going to be cheap, um, but I, I'm so excited about this class that I'm doing. Um, this is not the boot camp. This is after the boot camp. Uh, so stay tuned because it's coming. I'm going to be teaching land and I'm, it's going to include some done for you and it's going to include some coaching. So I'm going to do the mail for you, my team is. And I'm going to guarantee that if you don't buy a deal with this first batch of mail that we send for you, I will refund your money. What? Yeah, that's how much I believe in this. It's so exciting. I just started getting leads in and I've already found a good deal. So yeah, check it out. But go to the bootcamp. That's the next thing. Madbootcamp.com. And um, if you're watching this later on or listening to this later on down the road, I'll be sharing more details with you soon about my new land investing course that shows you kind of the unique way that I do it. And um, this is not something that I, you know, I've bought tons of different land investing courses. There's a lot of good guys out there that sell land education. I'm their friends. I love them. I respect them. This is my own take on it. I'm not duplicating or copying anything that I learned from one person. It's just stuff that I've learned from experience and doing this myself. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm partnering with Jack Bosch as well. Hopefully we're working out the details, but I'm going to be partnering with Jack Bosch. He's got an amazing land coaching program that is awesome. It's the best coaching program out there. So stay tuned for all of that. Appreciate you guys. Go to madbootcamp.com, sign up for this bootcamp, and we'll see you all later. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.